0: Welcome to the Shilling Show Unleashed podcast. Remember, your direct support makes our show possible, and you can directly support this podcast by visiting shillingshow.com and then clicking on the Patreon banner at the top of the page to make a monthly contribution. We appreciate your support. The Shilling Show Unleashed podcast welcomes Dr. Jerome Corsi, a New York Times bestselling author, and today's topic is our tenuous world economy. Dr. Corsi, thank you for joining us on the Shilling Show Unleashed podcast.
1: Uh, It's great to be with you. And uh, Dean Heskins, the president and CEO of Swiss America, and he and I have just written a book together called uh, The Coming Global Crash and uh, how it will bring out a historic gold rush. Uh, That's one of the major themes on my mind these days As I'm trying to warn people of the economics we're going into. And uh, one of the only ways to protect yourself is, is reduce debt, and get some real value in gold, at least for some of your retirement assets, et cetera. But I'm very concerned about the coming economics.
0: I'd like to start by talking about gold. There are so many differing opinions out there. Some people say this is really the only way to protect yourself and others have been skeptical of the long-term value as far as appreciation goes regarding gold. So let's start there. Why is gold the safe bet?
1: Well, in the, in the it has first of all, gold has been a traditional value going back 2,000 years. If you've had gold, you could have been able to survive, and it has always been viewed as a form of money. But more recently, if you take a look at the United States, in the 70s, that we had the embargo, oil embargo under Jimmy Carter. President Nixon had just re- taken gold, gold, the U.S. off the gold standard, and gold in nineteen seventy one was $35 an ounce. As Reagan brought us out of Carter's recession in 1980, gold was $843 an ounce. Then we had this recession in 2008, 2009 uh, with the subprime real estate market crashing. And we came out of that in 2010, gold was $1,426 an ounce, it almost doubled. And then most recently with the pandemic, Gold hit an all-time high of $2,074 on March 8, 2022, which is a dramatic increase above where it was in 2010. And I'm saying with the economic crisis we're going into now, which is going to be massive, gold could double again in price in the next few years. Gold preserves value, and people need to be aware of the importance of that.
0: So I'm very curious whenever we talk about gold, why it was that we went off the gold standard. In fact, I know for a period of time in the United States of America, it was actually illegal to own gold as a private citizen. This all strikes me as very strange. What's behind that?
1: Well, what's behind that is that when the United States dollar was based on gold, it couldn't just be printed. You couldn't just print as much money as you wanted. You had to have gold to print money. You could turn in your dollars and actually get gold. But when we went off the gold standard, what happened is that no longer uh, was there any restraint on printing money. And so therefore what Nixon realized is when he fell into different economic needs, etc., just like Franklin Roosevelt, who initially made owning gold illegal, they needed to print money to get out of the depression and fight World War II. And then as we got into the inflationary post-war period we, needed, we had created all these social welfare programs under Lyndon Johnson, and so we had non-discretionary spending, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, all these different things, especially Medicare, Medicaid, just expanding dramatically, and we needed to print more money. Now, if you're off the gold standard, we have fiat currency, which is not backed by anything except the full faith and credit of the U.S., and right now, We have $33 trillion in debt, largely because if you allow government to print money, government's going to print and spend money and give it away for political favor. And that's what we've been doing to our ruin.
0: We've heard the uh, phrase, the chicken's coming home to roost. And people, I think, have watched us print and spend, print and spend for so long that they just stopped believing there was going to be a consequence. So perhaps you could tell us what are the manifestations of this and when will they be hitting with full force if you can predict that?
1: It's already started. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen now commercial real estate, for instance. Uh, the After the pandemic, people are not going back to work in offices. There's vacancy at 30 40% in office buildings. Uh, they're beginning when they have to be refinanced. Uh, they are these office buildings are defaulting. Then you've got cities like San Francisco, which is really a, a failed city. Uh, homelessness pervades everywhere. There's human filth in the cities. Drugs. They're not safe. Uh, people are not going downtown uh, to work. California's already had some major commercial real estate fail. You also had stores closing down, Nordstrom's closing down, uh, Old Navy, just a lot of stores closing down. Uh, you're finding that the banks are failing. Silicon Valley Bank failed because the banks holding these commercial loans for the buildings have to also take a hit when the building defaults. And in 2008, 2009, it was a subprime that caused the crash. Now it's going to be. The commercial real estate that causes the crash. We're gonna find the housing market's gonna start in crash because with the increases in interest rates because of inflation, a 30-year fixed mortgage is costing about 7%. Our economy and the global economy is slowing down with a double whammy that this green agenda is forcing us off the use of available and cheap hydrocarbon fuels, oil, natural gas, coal, into this much more expensive energy of solar, wind, and batteries that really does not work on a scalable basis. So we're doing all the wrong things right now to go into another very massive period of stagflation. And I'm telling people, you can see the stock market drop by 10,000 points once this cycle really kicks in and it's starting to kick in already.
0: I'd like to talk further about the Green New Deal and some of the specific policies that will be detrimental. We know overall the impact on energy availability and energy prices has been terrible for the United States consumer. But what other sorts of things, insidious things, are tucked in there?
1: For instance, we're now saying that the regulators and the Environmental Protection Agency are going to set new standards for tailgate emissions, which mean that Within a very few years, less than 10 years, 75% of all vehicles produced are gonna to have to be and sold, are gonna to have to be electric. We don't have the infrastructure for that. And we don't have charging stations. This is not an efficient technology. You've gotta mine rare minerals to get the batteries. The batteries are very expensive and they, they catch fire. To replace one of these batteries can cost eight or $10,000. They're expensive. You've got to produce the electricity to charge them. That electricity is often produced most generally by carbon, not magic. The Green New Deal is is economically destructive because we've got to stop using this hydrocarbon fuels, which are available and relatively cheap. They're the energy that does supply the modern industrial state. By the way, I've written a book on the truth about energy, global warming, and climate change, and hydrocarbon fuels emitting Carbon dioxide are not the reason Earth is going to heat up and burn. Carbon dioxide is a very, very small molecule in the atmosphere. And the main greenhouse gas is water vapor. That's 70% of all greenhouse gases. The sun heats the Earth. The sun right now is in a maximum. A lot of sunspots and the sun is warmer, burning warmer. And that's what affects Earth's temperature. Green energy is expensive. You have to have wind, solar, a whole new grid technology needs to be put into place. We've already tried this with Obama, who spent billions of dollars on green energy, which doesn't work, it's not efficient. The sun doesn't shine all the time. The wind doesn't blow all the time. Uh, The energy has to be stored in batteries. The batteries have to have mining of rare minerals, which are mined with using hydrocarbon fuels, even electric vehicles. Sure, they're electric, but you have to plug them in. Where are you getting the electricity? The electricity is generated by hydrocarbon fuels for the most part. And these are expensive technologies that have economic consequences because as they cost more, you're seeing countries like Germany, heavily dependent on manufacturing, is no longer competitive. Germany is deindustrializing. The economic impact of switching to wind and solar and battery means we stop using. Abundant and cheap hydrocarbon fuels, which we need to run the modern industrial state without inflation and without economic slowdown. Double combination, switching from hydrocarbon fuels, these more expensive renewable technologies, and printing money like crazy and having a massive credit crisis. The amount of debt in the world is astounding, and commercial real estate will crash, followed by a housing market slowing down with increased interest rates. We've got a perfect storm here. And I'm saying the stock market could drop 10,000 points in a day. And I'm recommending the people understand that their IRAs, their 401Ks, may be in the stock market if you've got mutual funds. And by the way, this ESG investing, this you know, environment, social, and governance, which is a climate change Structure to invest in diverse companies that are climate sensitive means you are going to take a lower yield on your retirement savings. This is intentional destruction of the economy, and we're dealing here with a neo Marxist agenda that aims on bringing America down. And if we don't understand that this is a determined and planned deconstruction of our economy by these ideas that we can't have money that is backed by nothing because, as we see, you'll just print it and print it and print it until it's worthless. You can't have energy out of wind and solar that's scalable today. If we had a battery the size of a flashlight battery that would power a city, you wouldn't need government to support it.
0: Dr. Corsi, you mentioned ESG, and I think a lot of people are scratching their heads because the market is supposed to handle this. In other words, if a company is making terrible decisions and uh, falling on its own sword, you would think people would be divesting of that company and it would just go out of business. And yet these companies continue on despite the fact that they're losing millions upon millions of dollars. What's gone on and why has the market failed to correct this?
1: What's happened is that the, this neo-Marxist agenda which is not recent. I mean, not, I've, been writing, I've been writing massively about this. It goes back 100 years or more of saying that, you know, originally Marxism was designed to have the workers of the world revolt. They didn't. So around the time of Mao became an attack on the culture, that they were going to eliminate capitalism by undermining the capitalist culture, which meant focusing on children, getting rid of God, breaking up the family, getting God out of the schools. I mean, this woke awareness is saying, well, these two lesbians, they just love each other. Why why are we so mean? You know, that was a desensitizing that occurred. And by the time the woke ideology has progressed, combined with postmodernism, these people deny that there are values. They deny there's objective values, that there's God, there's morality. They say it's all a construct a narrative. So they're saying like John Lennon, let's imagine let's reimagine everything. So let's reimagine men and women. Let's reimagine a world without police. Well, these ideas are fundamentally schizophrenic and they fail. And those behind them know they fail, but they are destructive. They're like malware in the brain. And then with political correctness, you know, even Bud Light says, well we've got to have a transgender on our beer cans without recognizing that that's going to take away 25% of their market. Because the Americans aren't there. You might have transgenders attacking the kindergarten kids, trying to confuse them about gender. Yeah, I used to ask myself in ancient Rome, why did ancient Rome abandon paganism for Christianity under Constantine? I, my answer is the mothers got tired of their children being made into perverts. Their mothers knew there were boys and girls. The boys and girls knew there were boys and girls. But they were being taught that they were multi gendered. That their gender was just they could be hermaphrodites. They could and so they are prancing around with all these bizarre pride parades and anybody looking at it said this is stupidity. And the ESG investing means that companies like Budweiser are going politically correct on this a diverse agenda which has nothing to do with fundamental economic activity. And it's just like the whole move to Wind and solar is a bad idea, and the scientists know, the global warming scientists know that their science is nonsense, because if you take a look at geologic time, the reason we have ice ages is because of the Milankovitch cycles, which is a physical reality of how the Earth goes around the sun in elliptical orbit. Every 100,000 years, when we're at the most elliptical egg-shaped away from the sun, we have an ice age. And we've had ice ages with massively more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere than today. It's basically a lie that only since the Industrial Revolution and the use of hydrocarbon fuels has the Earth heated up. The Earth has had less carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. In geologic time, it's less today than it ever was. The Earth goes back 4.6 billion years. We've had five extinctions of everything living on Earth before human beings ever were in existence. We are not the cause of our own. We're just the latest creatures walking around on this planet. And the forces that be have much more to do with massive forces like solar energy, like the currents of the ocean, like the reality of God that created this place and the reality of God's law, which cannot be changed into transhumanism because, you know, the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab want to be the masters of the world. This is totalitarianism, and we're being marched into it so that we don't teach math in the schools anymore, we don't teach science, we don't teach physics, we don't teach reading, and people don't have the scientific background to know that what they're being presented are lies. And the lies we're being told make this an age of disinformation, and it's one I've been fighting, and now I'm warning people, the consequences of these lies is going to be a massive economic downturn.
0: And yet, Dr. Corsi, so interesting that people like you, people like me and others who are actually telling the truth about things are branded as the ones spreading disinformation, we're being shut down, shadow banned and so forth on the various platforms. So... How do we write that, and uh, do we have sufficient reach in our own platforms for you to get the word out and for me to do the same?
1: We have to continue to make an impact. We have to continue to—the t- truth is the only remedy here. And I'm also saying to people that in the end, God always wins, and God will mm. win here, too. And I'm encouraging people to get into the spirit of Second Chronicles 7.14. Mm. We've got to basically—and I'm saying, myself included, we've got to get down on our knees and ask God's— re- got to repent and ask God's forgiveness, that we allowed God to be taken out of the schools, that we allowed Roe v. Wade to go into place and we started killing babies. We violated God's laws in any number of ways. God will win here too. But what happens is we are in a cycle like 1929, 1920s, you had boom, roaring 20s, speakeasies, champagne, everybody's having a great party. 1929, the stock market crashed, boom, crash. Depression through the 30s ends up in war. We're doing the same. We had a big economic boom about 2013 through 2000 until the pandemic, prolonged by government spending and ended about 2022. Now the crash is coming. The market will crash. Then we're going to go into depression. At the end of that is war. We've got Russia putting nuclear weapons in Belarus. We've got the Iranians ready to test their first nuclear weapon which they most certainly will want to use against Israel. We've got China on the edge of taking over Taiwan, with millions of Chinese coming across the border with all the other immigrants. And China will certainly have People's Liberation Army operatives here, so that if we dare to support Taiwan, we'll have our infrastructure destroyed, we'll have internal sabotage. And uh, we're headed towards this cycle again, The coming economic crisis is now unavoidable. There's nothing we can do to stop it. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. And it started. And that's why I'm encouraging people, get their IRAs, get their 401ks in gold. You don't want to wake up one morning and find that 25% of your retirement savings are gone. That's going to be
0: a bad morning. The Shilling Show Unleashed podcast continues with Dr. Jerome Corsi in just a moment. Support this podcast online at shillingshow.com.
2: BorderHawk.News is a one-stop shop with the latest news about immigration nationalism and globalism. The BorderHawk staff daily curates immigration news stories and in the fashion of the Drudge Report, updates the site with cutting-edge content and original first-class commentary. BorderHawk.News highlights national and international media reports, Tweets and nuggets buried in local news blurbs, polls, video clips, and policy research. Borderhawk is pro legal immigration, pro rule of law Looking out for us. Rob. Shrub.
0: We continue now on the Shilling Show Unleashed podcast. Our guest is New York Times bestselling author, Dr. Jerome Corsi. The new book is... How the Coming Global Crash Will Create a Historic Gold Rush. This is such important information that you're talking about today. You mentioned the external threats of war and also coming, uh, obviously, across the border. We have infiltrators. But what about getting along with each other internally? It seems to me that we've come to a point, Dr. Corsi, and I say this with great sadness, that Americans cannot coexist with people living in America who hate America.
1: Well, this is the the problem of this woke ideology, which is no accident. I mean, you know, I I've followed my book; it's now in coming in the press. The truth about energy, global warming, and climate change. I'm writing. The next book will be the the truth about neo-Marxism, cultural Maoism, and anarchy. This is an intentional malware of the brain. This this morphism of the original Marxist idea into this cultural Maoist idea, which is that we have to destroy the culture. It's an attack on God, it's an attack on the family, it's an attack on moral values. They want to reintroduce the pagan gods, they want to reintroduce what was ancient Babylon's sexual excesses, very confused hermaphrodites, gender, bizarre exhibits in public of sex, Uh, the racism. Martin Luther King was not about demonizing white people Martin Luther King's civil rights movement was about that race should not be a determinative factor. Americans were making huge strides towards eliminating prejudices, racial prejudices. And then this woke movement has intensified it by saying that we are a racist nation, that we're founded by racists, denies our constitution has any validity, and it attacks the fundamental principles ignoring the fact that we fought a great civil war to eliminate slavery. And, and that era was one in which we and Great Britain led the way to eliminate slavery. Slavery is still in the world, but we have fought a huge war, tearing the country apart. And now they're tearing the country apart, saying white people are evil, which is racism in reverse. These ideas were intended. The woke don't realize that they're the useful idiots, that, you know, the whole agenda here, and it's always been the agenda of Marxism, has been for a very small group of people the, who think they are the rulers of the world. You know, the Stalins and the Maos. And when they get power, what they do is they kill millions of people. The fundamental, this is an anti-human movement. It's a hate-people movement. It's a hate-God movement. And we're allowing it to run rampant. The only solution to this is to start telling the truth. And the truth comes back to God's Word. And it comes back to the Bible. It comes back to not teaching liberation theology in the churches. It's other Marxism. And we've allowed this to become dominant in our universities. This has not started in the last couple of years. This goes back, I, you know, I'm writing about 1950s communists who were saying in the 1950s what they plan to do and what they plan to do is what they're doing today perverting the youth. It's always been about capturing the youth. And when the mothers and fathers of this country repent that they didn't get on the school boards and start demanding to see the textbooks that their children are being forced to read, how their children are not learning how to read, they're not learning how to write, they're not taught math, they don't have any fundamental skills of thinking, this is intentional. Everything we're experiencing today is intentional. It's planned. And we're being led through this like sheep. And I want people, instead of being woke, to be awake. Wake up. Realize what's going on and say no.
0: Dr. Corsi, there's another threat that is right on the precipice, and that is the central bank digital currency. I get the feeling, and you can speak to this, that they are just about to cram this down our throats. Tell us about the program that's proposed and why it is dangerous.
1: Well, and I write about this in the this new book on the coming economic crash, and and you're right. I mean, the idea is we'll eliminate paper money. Which again, why you've got to have some gold? You know, you'll have something of material value. If all the money is electronic, sure, it's great. We go on, you know, we online banking. We can pay people. We don't have to write checks. We can make it easy. Well, as easy as it is, it will be impossible if they decide to unplug you. The moment there's no more internet, the no more electronic money. You have no money. If they tie that into monitoring you on your cell phone and finding out what you think and whether or not you you're woke enough for them, or if you're going to resist the agenda, and then they decide to give you a low social credit score like they do in China. They tie your social credit score to your money. And one day, if they don't like something you said or wrote, you go to use your credit card and you find out you've been unplugged. You have no money, because all your electronic money has been evaporated. And the banks will comply. Electronic society, if you don't have the mark of the beast, you won't be able to transact. You, won't, you, you want to live in a 15-minute city, or if you go outside the, where you're allowed to be, your Internet doesn't work, your money is gone, your cell phone doesn't work, you have to come back in the bounds. This is a totalitarian me- mechanism, and it's been biblically predicted, and we're going through it today, and we're being led into it because it's incremental. You know, so you get your credit cards, and you get your online banking, and you see how easy it is to use. You just tap your credit card, and you've paid for your morning coffee. You don't even have to sign anything. You make it easy. Well, as easy as it is, it's seductive, and people are living on their cell phones. They're not interacting with each other. As human beings, we've lost touch with our food supply. Uh, we now that We can have synthetic meat. Bill Gates. And then they lie. They say, this is science. This is the technology. This is good for you. This is the advancement. No, it's the advancement into slavery. Because, again, when government lies, and right now, the how can you have a government with a president who's obviously experiencing some form of senile, senile dementia with a family history that is filled with crimes, and the Department of Justice doesn't do anything about it? People need to wake up and say, enough of this. We don't do that, we will soon be in totalitarianism, we will be completely 100% controlled by whoever controls the machines, whoever controls the central bank digital currencies, and the Federal Reserve is only capable of producing bubbles. They did it with the subprime. Real estate bubble, it burst, they've done it again, the commercial real estate bubble is about to burst, and the banks will again go insolvent, And the only solution the government will have be to print more worthless money in order to bail out banks that are too big to fail. We've got a Ponzi scheme here, and the Ponzi scheme eventually runs out of new people to exploit. And the government, Federal Reserve, Ponzi scheme of issuing debt that the Federal Reserve buys is about to come to an end.
0: Dr. Corsi, what are the top, say, three things people listening to this should do immediately in order to position themselves to survive?
1: Well, first of all, get out of debt to the extent you can. You know, Reduce your credit card debt. Get out of debt. Try to pay off your mortgages if you can. Make sure you've got some secured source of food for a while to survive. And get some gold. Get out of this worthless currency, at least some. That's why I've written this book with Dean Heskin, I've worked with Swiss America now for 20 years. This company is consultative selling. If you come to my website, thetruthcentral.com, thetruthcentral.com, Swiss America is one of my major sponsors, and talk to them. Think about getting your IRAs, your 401Ks in gold, so at least you'll have some retirement savings that you that won't that will be evaporated in the stock market collapse. You've got to think to protect yourself and your family. You've got to take the step, few steps to think How can I survive a deep crisis? How can I make sure I can continue to pay my mortgage? If you have to downsize, do it now. But make sure you've got a situation where you can economically maintain and control it to the best of your ability. In what comes, there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna lose their homes, a lot of people are gonna lose their jobs, and uh, there's not gonna be a quick and easy solution for it.
0: Dr. Jerome Corsi, if people wanna get a copy of how the coming global crash will create a historic gold rush, How can they do that?
1: The best way is on Amazon. Swiss America will have copies. They're getting copies right now, and uh, they'll be available through SwissAmerica.com. Amazon has them, and Amazon will ship them out to you very quickly. A day or two, you'll have the book. Take a look at my other books on the truth about energy, global warming, climate change. Everything I'm writing right now is all the same theme, different aspects of it. And I'm trying desperately to get the word out so people understand before it's too late what we're going into and understand that it's yet preventable if we demand a department of justice that understands justice if we demand our school boards to teach fundamental skills of reading writing and arithmetic or take the children out of the schools
0: yes we do have to do that and that's something that people need to have the courage to do uh dr jerome Corsi. Thank you so much for your continuing efforts for sounding the alarm and for joining us today on the Shilling Show Unleashed podcast.
1: Thank you. My great pleasure.
0: That concludes another edition of the Shilling Show Unleashed podcast. Visit us online at Shillingshow.com where you can directly support this podcast by clicking on the Patreon banner at the top of the page and making a monthly donation. Your support is essential for the continuation of the Shilling Show Unleashed podcast. Until next time.